Uh, hi, this is the Adventist Voice Podcast and I'm back with another episode. And uh, today I want us to look at, um, to go back to the story of Jacob. Um, we had been discussing uh, the story of Jacob and the character of Jacob in the past uh, few episodes. And uh, we had taken a pause a little bit. And uh, today I want us to go back to that story so that we may finish it. Um, this is going to be the second last uh, episode on the story of Jacob. So if you have been following that story of Jacob, then welcome back to another episode. But before we begin, uh, let us pray. Jehovah God in heaven, we thank you, my Lord, for the story of Jacob and for the lesson that it packs for us. Father, Jacob struggled with you and wrestled with you, Jehovah Lord, to wrestle out pride and arrogance, Jehovah Lord. And I pray that if the same is found in us in these days, Jehovah God, in these last days, May we wrestle with you, Jehovah God. May I wrestle with you. May the listener wrestle with you, Jehovah God, until you bless us to change our name from sinners, Jehovah God, to overcomers. Thank you for this episode and thank you for the listener who has joined to listen in to this message. For this is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, as usual, I'm going to be referring to the book, uh, Patriarchs and Prophets. And today we are going to be focusing on uh, chapter 18. It's called the, the Night of Wrestling. But the same story is also found in um, in Genesis chapter 32. And uh, Genesis chapter 32 uh, from verse 22. And I'm just going to read very quickly because of, um, of the shortness of time that we have. And it says that, And he rose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven sons, and crossed over the ford of Jabok. He took them, sent them over the brook, and sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to Jacob, What is your name? He said, Jacob, and he said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel, for you have struggled with God and with men, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked, saying, Tell me your name, I pray. And he said, Why is it that you ask about my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen the face God face to face, and my life is preserved. Just as he crossed over Peniel, the sun rose on him, and he limped on his hip. Therefore, to this day, the children of Israel do not eat the muscle that shrank, which is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip in the muscle that shrank. So this story precedes um, Jacob's meeting with his brother Esau. So remember that uh, many, many years ago back, um, Jacob had escaped his brother Esau, his wrath, after taking his blessing. But we looked at the nature of the blessing that Esau sought and the nature of blessing that um, Jacob sought. There was a clear distinction between these two young men. Jacob was chasing after God and Esau was chasing after earthly riches and honor and all that. And so the thought, um, the, 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 the mentality of Esau about, about the blessing was the um, the material blessing remember that he was the firstborn son and so 
even as he's going to hunt um, to prepare his father's meal, he was not thinking about the spiritual connotation or the, um, of the blessing. He was thinking about inheriting the blessing as a firstborn son. And so this is where he missed the mark. But uh, Jacob, um, Jacob had been raised by his mother, Rebecca, because this was his mother's favorite. And so he had been taught the tradition. He had been taught about the promise that was given to him to Abraham, his grandfather, and to Isaac, um, his father. And so he, he had this spiritual understanding. He had um, an understanding of the divine plan of salvation. And so he longed for this blessing for a reason. He did not long so much about the, um, the, the material inheritance that he had a claim over because he was a son of his father also. But he was more so um, looking forward uh, to the second coming of Christ. Remember that, um, you know, the Bible says that since the foundation of uh, the world was laid, the plan for salvation has already been there. And so successive generations have been taught about the, the coming Messiah. And so when Jacob heard about this message that uh, his father, his grandfather Abraham, the, the God had made a covenant with his father, uh, grandfather Abraham, to bring the Messiah, to bring salvation to all mankind, to all nations through his lineage. He was so excited in his heart. And so he longed to be the carrier, um, the carrier of, of this message. But even though, uh, as we had previously so, seen, that um, the, the, the spirit of prophecy says that both of these young men were taught in the ways uh, of God. But Esau... Uh, deliberately rebelled Esau deliberately went astray and so even when God saying is saying that Esau I hated but Jacob I loved and he's saying that I have um uh you know God is saying that you know I can make the the heart of Pharaoh hard and I can I can harden the heart of Pharaoh you know and I can also use him as a vessel for salvation and so um it is, it is not that uh, God purposefully, um, you know, said from the beginning that Esau would be rebellious and so that Esau was hopeless and his case was closed. It says in the spirit of prophecy in uh, Patriarchs and Prophets that Esau deliberately chose, he exercised his free will to reject uh, the dictates of God. So I just want to read a passage. And this passage, I want, to, I want you to ask yourself, um, we have just read that just after um, Jacob's socket has had been dislocated, Jacob met Christ. In this in this um, encounter, Jacob encountered Christ. The man he was wrestling with was Christ, because he's saying that for I have seen that is in verse thirty. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. So Jacob knew. The, the nature of the, the man that he was wrestling. Jesus is presented here in the form of a man. So uh, this is kind of the precursor of him coming to earth in form of a, a, a little innocent baby to save humanity in the flesh. And so <clears throat> the question I want to ask you, or the one I want us to ask ourselves is, there are two blessings here. First of all, Jacob cheated his way into a blessing. Remember that. Jacob cheats his way into a blessing. His father gets angry. His, his uh, brother gets angry. And he has to escape for his life to Laban's house. Now, here, he's returning back now. 
is returning back after escaping also from from Laban's house because Laban um, had felt that uh, Jacob had kind of cheated him out of his wealth. So he's escaping from Laban's house with his household. And he had a, such a big household. He was a really blessed man at this point. Um, materially, uh, Jacob was wealthy. He was like wealthy in the in the sense of wealth in those days. He owned cattle, he owned um, donkeys, he owned, he owned camels. And uh, as the story develops, we find that he sends gifts and gifts and gifts and gifts to his brother Esau to appease him. And so... When Jacob is asking for a blessing, what is he asking for? Because he says, then, um, uh, then he says, because in verse twenty-six it says, and he said, "Let me go." That is God asking. That is God talking. And he said, "Let me go for the day breaks." But Jacob said, "I will not let you go unless you bless me." So, what kind of blessing was uh, was Jacob asking for? Because he had already been blessed by his father. He had already been blessed by God even without asking because he was a wealthy man at this point. So what kind of blessing was this man asking for? And the answer to that question is, uh, we're just going to read. 197, uh, paragraph 4, it says, that the error that had led to Jacob's sin in obtaining, obtaining the birthright by, by fraud was now clearly set before him. He had not trusted God's promises, but had sought by his own efforts to, to bring about that which God would have accomplished in his own time and way. As an evidence that he had been forgiven, his name was changed from one that was a reminder of his sin to one that commemorated his victory. Thy name, said the angel, shall be called no more Jacob the supplanter, but Israel, for as a prince hast thou power with God and with men, and has prevailed. Jacob had received the blessing for which his soul had longed. His sin as a supplanter and deceiver had been pardoned. The crisis in his life was past. Doubt, perplexity, and remorse had embittered his existence, but now all was changed, and sweet was the peace of reconciliation with God. Jacob no longer feared to meet his brother, his brother, God, who had forgiven his sin, could move the heart of Esau also to accept his humiliation and repentance. So, in, in understanding uh, the nature of, of a blessing that uh, Abraham, uh, that Jacob was seeking in this sense, uh, I want us to understand that um, this was the purpose of God. And so, from the beginning, God had appointed Jacob, even before birth, to carry on the blessing, to carry on the promise and the covenant from his uh, um, uh, father, grandfather Abraham. But uh, just typical of us human beings is that we tend to go ahead of God. It could be that you know for sure that God is going to bless you in, in some way. You know, you are a Christian because Jacob was a Christian. And so he knew God and he knew the will of God. And so in this sense, um, he colludes with his mother to, to cast, kind of um, hasten the promise and hasten the blessing. So he, 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 was not really, um, he was not really ready to wait that long because 
uh, it, it, it was not exercising his faith that God would still appoint him, even if Esau was blessed by the father. He, they were so afraid of some earthly uh, blessing that was given by a mere man that they went ahead of God and sinned against God. Um, the, the spirit of prophecy says that um, Jacob had when he obtained the birthright by fraud and God did not overlook this sin. It may be that, uh, you know, and, and, and sometimes I liken it uh, unto our own lives that we like to take shortcuts in life. We like to, you know, uh, go ahead and do things which we know are wrong. And then, uh, because we, we always think that God, just because we, we not get punished uh, right away, then God must be okay with our actions. And sometimes there are very, very little actions. It could be as little as lying in your job interview. You know, it could be as little as, um, you know, obtaining, um, you know, getting into a dating relationship through lies. It could be about, uh, you know, acquiring property through shady routes. It could be about, um, you know, anything that you do uh, by following the path of dishonesty. On the surface, it may look very, very harmless. And so uh, you obtain this thing. And the, the thing that I see mostly is that people will tend to, to, to bring in God in places where God is not willing to be. So you obtain a job through fraud or you to obtain some money through fraud. And then all of a sudden your life changes. Um, and then you want to make us believe by citing God on social media that, oh, it's all God, while it's not all God. You know that you cut corners to do this. And so this was the situation that Job, Jacob was in, that he obtained the birthright by fraud. And so this sin remained with him. It was unrepented for a long time. And so the consequences of this sin is seen many, many years after the sin was com committed. To Jacob, it was something very, very normal. To Rebecca, it was something very, very normal that could be done. And so they saw no need of repentance until this night. But God, uh, despite the sin of Jacob, God is so merciful and God is so gracious, even in our personal lives, that he still walks with us until the day that our sin finds, at, uh, finds us out. And then we go down in repentance and we go down in wrestling with God. And so on the night of wrestling, uh, Jacob is not really seeking for another kind of blessing. He, he, he saw that the blessing that he had sought uh, through fraud was really useless. It was an empty shell. And so on this night, he has to come out uh, clearly and with all, all honestly, on honesty to seek the true blessing. Um, it says, um, uh, um, hmm. uh, okay. It says that um, in, in, in paragraph, um, 
in page 202, paragraph 2, it says that had, had not Jacob previously repented of sin, of a sin in obtaining the birthright by fraud, God could not have heard his prayer and mercifully preserved his life. So in the time of trouble, if the people of God had unconfessed sins to appear before them, while tortured with fear and anguish, they would be overwhelmed. Despair would out off, cut off their faith, and they would, and they could not have confidence to plead with God for deliverance. And uh, and at the end um, of the paragraph uh, of of. Uh, Page 203, it says that those who are unwilling to forsake every sin and to seek earnestly for God's blessing will not obtain it. But all who will lay hold of God's promises as did Jacob and be as earnest and preserving as he was will succeed as he succeeded. Shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. So as I summarize <coughs> the story of Jacob, the night of wrestling, I just want us to take away this, that there are two kinds of blessings here. Uh, there's, a blessing, there's a blessing that was given by Isaac, and there's a blessing that is given by God. And Jacob could not have asked for another blessing this night if the, the first blessing had been of effect. And so he knew that the blessing that he had sought so much with so much effort and with so much deception had not been of effect. All that had happened to him uh, up to this point was through God's mercy. He had escaped Esau through God's mercy. He had escaped Laban through God's mercy. He had escaped the wilderness when he was traveling to Laban's uh, home through God's mercy and not because of the blessing. And so this night when Jacob uh, comes face to face, because this was not just a a common occurrence. It was not such a common occurrence that someone would be traveling and they meet God. And so, you know, uh, Jacob Jacob knew the nature of this meeting, um, that it was a moment of um, it was a moment of encountering uh, God and wrestling. So it is it is it is um, it is. Um, uh, it is presented as a night of wrestling, and in a wrestle, uh, there's effort and there's a fight. And so you can, what, what were they fighting about? You know, what were they? Because God, um, in this, in, in in this, in this case, God had come as Jacob's adversity. Remember when he was traveling to to in Bethel, uh, the ladder comes in and he sees angels coming up and down this ladder in a night vision but in this particular night god had come as an advance an, an adversary of jacob and so it was wrestling so someone does not just wrestle you because you know uh they like sport this was a fight and so at the end of the fight uh jacob's um jacob's hip is dislocated and so he has this limp so it means that this fight was vicious. And so Jacob recognizes that I've fought with, uh, I've met face to face with God and he has preserved my life. Remember, uh, 
the sin and the guilt that Jacob had been carrying all through his life. He knew, even as he was escaping his brother Esau, you know, he knew that he had done something very, very terrible. Because remember that Esau had pleaded for another blessing with tears. And even though he sought it with tears, his, brothers, his, his father says that there's nothing more that can be done. And so as, as Jacob is watching the scene, <coughs> Was his brother Esau pleading for another blessing and being turned away? He knew that something terrible had happened. He had sinned not only against his father, but against his brother. And so his mother advises him to escape. And so this is something, this is not something that, you know, he just went away and forgot quickly. He carried this guilt to old age. And as he, as he is approaching Esau, his, his heart is in anguish. Because he knows that Esau has the potential to harm him. And so on this night of wrestling, God also comes to wrestle with, with Jacob. And at, at first he thought that his brother Esau had sent, you know, enemies, um, you know, attackers after him. And so he's wrestling for his life this night. But when his hip is dislocated, then he recognizes that this visitor of the night is someone... Um, it, Is, is someone um, who is supernatural. And so um, he asks for a blessing. And he asks for a blessing because he needs the real blessing. He needs um, deliverance. And so God promises him that, you know what, from this night on, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but your name shall be Israel. And Israel meant blessed. So in essence, therefore, that the blessing that he had sought uh, with deception had not been given to him all this while. He was not carrying this blessing until the, the, tonight. And so from that night of wrestling onward, Jacob had become Israel and he had become now the carrier of the promise onward. So that is the, the end of this recording. And I hope that you have been blessed. Um, may your week uh, be fine. And may you continue to read about the story of Jacob. I think uh, uh, next week we'll wrap up um, the story of Jacob so that we can uh, um, we can uh, summarize the lessons that we can learn from the story of Jacob um, and that you have learned uh, through the episodes that you have discussed this. So may you be blessed and uh, thank you again for listening uh, to this podcast. And uh, please, if you find value in what you have just shared, uh, please share and um, follow uh, this podcast on Spotify and recommend us uh, by giving reviews on Apple Podcasts. May you be blessed and bye-bye.